Asari's podcast, the founder of God's Tabernacle Church in Ghana. As you listen, may you be blessed immensely. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you. Father, we thank you for another wonderful time in your presence. Father, we thank you, Lord, for a day like today. We thank you for these wonderful times that you have given us to come into your presence, Father, to learn more about you, to be guided by you, to be led by your word. We don't take it for granted, Father. We know that it's not by chance, but Father, you are doing something and working something in our lives. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, you're welcome to um, Bible studies. We haven't had Bible study in a while, but we're resuming from today. And God bless you all for joining in. And today we're going to be talking about how to pray. Uh, it's going to be a very informative piece of work by God's grace. Amen. Now, you know, the thing is that people always ask the question. You know, actually, funny enough, I was asked a question today. How, how do you pray? How, how does someone pray? You know, how can I pray? Like, you know, how, how does someone pray? Like, does someone just wake up and then, you know, they just do anything. They just say anything and then it's considered prayer. But, you know, prayer doesn't, prayer doesn't have, let me just say that. Prayer doesn't have a particular set of standards or set of rules per se. But there are things that are very important and things that you cannot admit. You know, one of the things I'll, 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 I'll teach you, especially from, from my life as an example, is that um, usually the Bible also says that um, we will enter his courts with thanksgiving and praise. So thanksgiving and praise is one of the most wonderful things you should start with when you pray. Amen. You know, but the first thing I usually do when I come to God or when I come to the presence of God in prayer is that I, I actually pray for forgiveness of sins. Because the Bible also says that God does not answer the prayers of sinners. So what I do is that I, I actually ask God and I, I, I ask him to forgive me of my sins. And I'm not shy about it. So, you know, guys, we need to learn how to be, how to be confident in the presence of God, how to be bold and confess our sins. You know, there are times I come into the presence of God and I'm, and I'm like, oh God, please help me. Forgive me of all my sins. Forgive me of the lies I've told. Forgive me of the things I've stolen. Forgive me of, of, of you know, many, many other things I may have done. I'm not, I'm not too sure what to ask for forgiveness now because by God's grace, <laughs> I'm trying. But, um, but there have been times I come into God's presence and I ask, I ask for, for forgiveness from lust and, and other things because probably I've looked at someone, I've looked at a lady and I'm like, wow, what a beautiful lady. You know, I'm looking twice and I'm like, hey, my eyes, hey, stop what you are doing. <laughs> you know, so there have been times where I've come, you know, to God 
And I always come to God boldly. And you must learn to come to God boldly. Look, God is not a person where you can come and, and, and be, be, you know, play acting and things. Oh, God, you know me. You know, I'm not a good person. Just come to him and say what it is, how it is. Don't come and, 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 and butter up God. Do you understand? You need to come boldly to God. So you, so when you when you come to God, you ask for for grace. You you ask for forgiveness of sins. You ask Him to forgive you of all your sins, the lies you've told, the bad thoughts you've had, the fornications, the the pornography, the masturbations, um, and the stealing, the insulting people, the the things of the world, the cares of the world, the worldly music that you have been listening to, all the things that cause impurities in you, blemish in you. You ask God to forgive you. Of those sins and then you you can you can start with a little bit of worship and praise you know because the Bible says that we come we will come to his presence with thanksgiving and praise amen so you must learn how to come to God's presence with thanksgiving and, and praise I, I thank God every day for many many things one of the things I even thank God for and I also do that I also do that when I'm asking for forgiveness of sins I ask for forgiveness of sins concerning things i don't even know i've sinned about or, or or people have sinned against and i also pray and i thank god for things i don't even know he has done for me i thank him for things that i don't even know times he has kept me safe times he has he has, he has guided me times he has he has done many things because you know the thing is that we are also oblivious to some of the spiritual things happening around us so it, it's part of the things we should thank god for the unseen things that we don't know, like we wake up every morning, there's grace and, and, and there's fever. You are alive in the morning. You thank God for even the little things, for the food on your table, for the, for the bread, for the milk, for the tea, for the water, for the little things that you even take for granted. Thank God. When you come to, then when you, when, you, when you come to God in thanksgiving and praise, and I'm just giving you a little tutorial, you know, for, for people who don't know how to pray. This is like a little tutorial for you to 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 live by but you see there's no set standard like i said in the beginning on how to pray but 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 the first two things i've said are very important you know and uh, there's a book that um um i think it's pastor benihin wrote it's called 100 percent answered prayers bishop dark has also written a similar book and some of these you see in in the books they, they, are, they are certain things that are important you know, for you to get your 100% answered prayers, that there are particular things that are important to you. And for me, the, these two things have been one of the top things, and they are biblical. You know, so these two things have, have been the top things that I've, I've, I've gotten. Amen. So let me just take you through um, several different prayers that you can go through. Now, for those of you who don't speak in tongues, now I'll implore everyone to speak in tongues and i'll get into that a little later as to why you should speak in tongues you know but but let me teach you for those who don't speak in tongues who those who can't speak in tongues there's a simple prayer that you can pray you know the bible says in luke 11 you know um jesus christ was teaching his disciples how to pray so let me just read the passage of luke 11 it says that and it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us how to pray. As John also taught his disciples. 
And he said unto them, When you pray, say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done as, as in heaven, so in earth. Give us by day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend? And shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. And yeah, so this is basically the, 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 the prayer. So this, this is what we, we know as what the Lord's Prayer. Do you understand? And it's Luke from verse 1 to 5. It talks about the Lord's Prayer. And you know, one of the things you need to, to understand is that this is probably the most powerful prayer you can pray. Because this prayer was given to us by Jesus Christ himself. He said, when you pray, this is how you pray. This is how you come to God. This is how you come to God. You know, so, so, so as, as someone who is a born again believer, but you don't speak in tongues yet, you pray the Lord's Prayer. You can pray it every day. I've actually prayed this prayer. Now, let me share this quickly. I've actually prayed this prayer for, I think, an hour or so. Either an hour or three hours. I actually, this, all I was saying was the Lord's Prayer for three hours. And the thing is that you are not limited in your time of prayer. Now, I'll teach you something. As a Christian, one of the things you must do is that you must not pray less than an hour a day. Amen. You must not pray less than an hour a day. You know. You know, the Bible says that, you see, I'll show you, I'll show you a scripture. If you open to Matthew 26, verse 40, um, Jesus Christ had gone to pray, actually, and um, he was praying. He had gone, like, in front of his disciples, and he was praying. And at a point, he, he came back after an hour, and he, came to, and he came to find his disciples sleeping. Now, let me just read the verse. Matthew 26, 40 says that, Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Can you imagine? And then he said, Could, couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter. Couldn't you keep watch with me one hour? You know, I, 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 different versions, different versions actually stated in, in, in a point that Jesus is surprised that they could not watch with him or pray with him like knowing that he was going to pray they couldn't also organize themselves and pray as well he was very surprised at them you know the english standard version says that and he said to, to the disciples and he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and he said to peter so could you not watch with me one hour it's like ah peter what are you doing what are you guys doing? Could you not watch with me one hour? Could you not pray for one hour? You know, the new King James actually says that. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter, What? Could you not watch with me one hour? You can tell the surprise in Jesus' tone. And you can tell that he doesn't understand why they couldn't pray for one hour. And from the, from the time I read the scripture, and I, I remember I was listening to Bishop Dag preaching a message i think it was a camp and he was talking about how look a, 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 a born again believer and someone who is striving to get close to god must not pray less than an hour because jesus sets the standard in this scripture 
So when you pray, try and pray an hour. Because when, when you pray less than an hour, it, it, it's almost like you are telling God that you cannot give an hour, you cannot talk to him for an hour. But we can talk to girls, we can talk to boys, we can, we can Instagram scroll, we can watch movies and things for more than one hour, but we can't sit in one place and talk to God for one hour. I'm sure it makes God so sad. You stand and you pray for 15, for five minutes, 15 minutes, and then you feel so good that, oh, I've prayed today. You have not done anything. If you were in a relationship with someone, if, if, if you were married to someone, because you see, the Bible actually says that uh, 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 Jesus is, is, is our bride, just as we are the bride of, of Christ as well. So imagine that you are married to someone and the person only talks to you for 15 minutes every day and that one is even sometimes in the week. What kind, of, what kind of relationship and marriage do you think would be going on there? Do you think it will last? It wouldn't. It will end very quickly. Do you understand? It won't last because there's a lack of communication. So when you are, when you are lacking in communication with God, you, you are basically cutting off your source of life, of power, of blessings, of grace, of covering, of so many things. So a Christian must not pray less than an hour every day. Amen. You know, so, I, so, so this is something that I want us to, to take notice of. You know, so, so when you pray, so even, when, so even if you can't speak in tongues, when you pray Luke 11 from verse 1 to 5, you realize that you can, you repeat it time and time after time. Don't get tired. Don't feel like you're doing something dumb or you're doing something stupid. The devil makes you feel that way. But it's not so. You can pray time and time time and time you can pray the same thing you can pray from the beginning look if you don't know the scripture by heart you can take your bible for an hour you're walking around or you're sitting in one place or you're lying in bed and you're praying luke 11 1 to 5 when you finish the, the the fifth verse then you return to the first verse and repeat the prayer our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name and i'm telling you that your life will never be the same again the, the second type of prayer that I want to introduce is, is for those who speak in tongues. Now, I, I'm sure you guys are learning so much. I, wanted, I want to take us through five points that um, Kenneth Copeland, um, he preached about some time ago. He, he stated five benefits of praying in tongues. And I just want to quickly go through it. And, and one of the things, let me teach you quickly. When you pray, whatever prayer topic you're praying about, have a scripture back in it. You know, I was I was on a TV, I was on a live TV show yesterday, and it, it was a it was like a prayer session for Ghana. And and I remember I was I was leading um, a particular session about the word of God, and God put something in my spirit. And, and look, God was telling me that look, when you are praying and then you don't pray with the Bible, you don't pray with the word of God, you are basically shooting a gun that is loaded with blanks. Or you are shooting a gun that is empty. Your prayers are amiss. You, you might not even get answers to your prayers, honestly. So part of getting your 100% answers to all your prayers is praying with a scripture. Amen. Praying with what? A scripture. Because if you don't pray with a scripture, you are basically shooting blanks, child of God. So you must have a, a Bible verse backing up every single prayer 
that you pray. Amen. You know, so, so I'm going to take us through the five points, um, the five benefits of, of praying in tongues. Now, the first point is you pray, praying in tongues allows you to speak directly to God. Uh, you know, so this is a Bible study, so I'm not going to spend too much time explaining too much. A lot of these things, I would want you to sort of take it as homework. You're taking it home for yourself and you're studying it further because I'm going to give you all the scriptures. Amen. So 1 Corinthians 14 verse 2 says that for if you have the ability to speak in tongues, you will be talking only to God. Since people won't be able to understand you, you will be speaking by the power of the Spirit. But it will all be mysterious. Amen. So, you see, so when you speak to, when you, when you pray in tongues, you are, you, it's like you are having a personal fellowship with God. You are praying directly to God. So you must learn to pray in tongues. 90% of your prayers, dear Christian, must be in tongues. 90% of your prayers must be in tongues. I learned this from, from, from my pastor, Bishop Dag, Bishop Dag Mills. He actually said, he said, look, 90% of your prayers must be in tongues. Amen. So 90% of your prayers must be in tongues. Hallelujah. You know, so so when you pray in tongues, you are praying direct, you are speaking directly to God. And the second point that I want us to note is that praying in tongues keeps you in tune with the Holy Spirit. Amen. Acts 2 verse 4. It says that, And everyone present was filled with the Holy Ghost and began speaking in other languages as the Spirit gave them this ability. As the Spirit gave them this ability. So you see, so the Holy Spirit gave them the ability. You see, the Bible says that he said they, they spoke in tongues and they spoke, they spoke in other languages too. So the Holy Spirit was empowering them. They were tuning in with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit was, was teaching them and was, was, was guiding them to speak in tongues and to speak in different languages. Amen. So when you speak in tongues, you are, you are basically tuning in with the Holy Spirit. It's like a radio station that you have tuned in. Uh, 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 uh. 90 something point something holy spirit station you have tuned into the to the holy spirit station amen you know, so you must learn to pray in tongues number three praying in tongues strengthens your spirit a person who speaks in tongues um first corinthians 14 4 it says that a person who speaks in tongues is strengthened personally but one who speaks a word of prophecy strengthens the entire church the King James actually says that um, um, the person who speaks in tongues edifies himself. It's like, it's like you're giving yourself strength. You're giving yourself energy, vitality. So when you pray in tongues and when you pray, you, you, re, you revitalize yourself. Look, sometimes you're feeling tired. Pray in tongues. Sometimes you're feeling, you're feeling depressed. You're feeling down. You're feeling sad. You're feeling funny. Pray in tongues. Pray. Speak to God. Prayer strengthens your spirit. Prayer strengthens you. So when you pray in the spirit, you'll be strengthened. You'll be revitalized. You'll, be, you, you'll receive energy. It's like you are eating spiritual food. Amen. So, so pray in tongues. It will build you up spiritually. Amen. And then the fourth point, praying in tongues allows you to pray when you don't know what to pray. Amen. 
And this is a very popular verse for those of you listening to me from my church. You've heard this verse so many times. Romans 8, 26. I'm reading a different version. It says that, And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. It's a powerful version of the Bible. I'll read it again. Romans 8, 26. It says, And the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. Look, many times you've wanted to pray, but you don't know what to pray for. You don't know what to do to even pray. This Bible study is the perfect thing for you. You know, this Bible study is, it, it, is, the, perfect, is the perfect message for you. When, you. when you pray in tongues, you see, you are learning about praying in tongues. You are learning about praying, praying not in tongues as well. You are learning so many things. You are learning deep things. And now you are learning that even when you don't know what to pray for, when you don't know what to even pray in the first place, you pray in tongues because the Holy Spirit will express those words. Amen. So you pray in tongues when you don't know what to pray for. You just pray in tongues. You just commit yourself to God. God, I've come before you. I don't even know what to pray for, but I've come before you and I want to pray. You start rattling the tongues. And things will start changing. You realize your mood is changing. The atmosphere is changing. How you are feeling is changing. That depression is going down. All those problems, the worries that you've had in you, your heart is, 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 is disturbed, your mind is disturbed, you don't have peace. All those things will start changing as you are praying in tongues and as you are praying and you are tuning in the Holy Spirit, you see that things are changing. Young Christian, pray because your life will never be the same. And then the last point, praying in tongues is a weapon against the enemy. It's a weapon against the work of the enemy, actually. Mark 16 verse 15 to 18 and then he told them go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved these miracles signs will accompany those who believe they will cast out demons in my name and they will speak in new languages they'll be able to place their hands on the sick and they will be healed Praying in tongues is a powerful weapon. Look, you see, the Bible is even saying here that it says that go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. And anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved. And then these are the signs that will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name and so many other things. You see, Jesus Christ was a very prayerful person. The Bible says that, you see, from, from the points I've given you, you realize that when you pray in tongues, you tune in, you tune in to God. You receive, you, it's like you have received a gift. You tune in to God. When you pray, you see, there's a certain kind of, of power that is released. You know, there's a certain kind of power that is released in, 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 in you. You know, I'll show you a particular scripture. If you read Matthew 26, verse 41, Jesus Christ says something very important about prayer. And it's not just praying in tongues, but it's, it's prayer. You know, I'll just read Matthew 26, verse 41. And I think you guys should, should put down these scriptures that I am, I am stating because they will definitely bless you. 
the, the, the Bible actually says that watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. You see, there's a certain kind of power that prayer gives you. You see, Jesus Christ came to Peter and told Peter that, Peter, the devil had a desire to sift you as wheat. That's, what, that's, that's how Jesus actually started the conversation. <laughs> he said, but I have prayed for you. He prayed for Peter. But you see, he said something. It is not enough that I have prayed for you. <laughs> he said, watch and pray yourself so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Look, you are falling into temptation because you are too idle. You have too much freedom. You have too much free time. Spend the time praying, young Christian. Spend the time praying. Because when you pray, you don't, yeah, you don't have time to even fall into temptation. How can you be praying the next moment you're having sex with somebody? How? How does that even work? You will not have the time. You will not have the opportunity. Amen. So watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation because the spirit is willing. Your spirit is willing, but your flesh is weak. So pray. Young Christian, pray. Because it, it, it actually it actually stops the power of the enemy. Amen. So, so this is basically like a guide about speaking in tongues you know so so you can pray look when you when you enter the presence of god like i told you 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 can start with um praying for forgiveness of sins you can start with um praise and worshiping god you can start with thanking him for the great things he has done i've given you all those all those scriptures you know you start with with thanking god you start with forgiveness of sins you, you start with you know, actually thanking him for, for look, simple things. So we take so many things for granted, actually. We take so many things for granted. If you've ever visited the emergency side of a hospital, I am telling you, the first thing you do, thank God for your life. I'm telling you. But why should it take such a thing to get us to be thankful, to say thank you? It's because we are ungrateful. So you see, a sign of of, of thankfulness and gratefulness. It's just saying thank you to God every day for the little things he has done for you. Amen. So I want you to, to be thankful every day to God. So when you enter prayer, just thank him for things. I mean, can you imagine if you go to somebody and then you are thanking the person like so much for something? <laughs> what do you think will happen? You, the person himself will become like a little... You are battering up the person. The person will give you a lot. <laughs> Because the person, the person will be so surprised by the way you are thinking. The person, it's like we are battering God up, like oh God, you know how you come to God and, and then you are just entreating God. God, you are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the only one who loved me when no one did. At that point, it's like you are melting God's heart. So learn to come open boldly into the presence of God. Amen. Praise and worship Him, and then you start your prayer points with scriptures. You start praying in tongues, or, or if you don't know how to pray in tongues, you pray the Luke 11 from verse 1 to 5, and then you are solid, you are gold. Pray an hour every day. Pray an hour every day. Amen. Pray an hour every day. Hey, look, and your life will change you. Your life will definitely change. Now, let me read. You know, the Luke 11, I want to read something quickly for you guys from the verse 6. 
um, uh, from the verse 6. Okay, no, let me start from verse 5. It says, And he said unto them, Which of you still shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight? You see, this is after the Lord's, the, the, the Lord's prayer. Listen to what Jesus Christ is saying very carefully. He said, and he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. And from within shall, shall answer and say, <laughs> Sorry, for a friend of mine in his journey is come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. And from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not. The door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. Now listen to this carefully. He said, I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. <laughs> said and i say unto you to you ask and it shall be given you seek and it shall find knock and it shall be opened unto you amen you see so what jesus christ was actually he was giving us a secret to god's heart he said look you don't nobody has a friend who you go at midnight <laughs> and they say that oh charlie somebody has come from from fine the person has come to visit me please i need to lose already he said jesus christ said, look the person who said look it's late <laughs> my children are even sleeping my wife is sleeping i can't get up and give you anything you see he said that look the secret it is to put the person in importunity look you must you must pray so much that you put god into importunity that's what it means importunity means that to put someone in in in, in like a form of distress it's like you've troubled the person so much the person just like take it's okay take 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 i'm tired take just take it Jesus was teaching us that we should put God in an importunity and we will receive many things. Some of you, you pray once about an issue and boom, you think that that's it. No, there are certain things you have to, you, there are certain things you even have to fast about it because Jesus Christ said there are things that only go by prayer and fasting. There are certain things you have to pray for long hours. There are certain things you have to pray for multiple days about it. You have to put God in an importunity to receive what you want. You can't just come and come and ask once and expect that God will just give you everything because what you're a child of God, it doesn't work like that. Young Christian, you have to put God in an importunity. Amen. Some of you should even learn how to put your parents in importunities. They don't allow you to serve God. They don't allow you to join prayer meetings. They don't allow you to go to church. They don't allow you to do things that are church related. Put them in an importunity. Constantly ask them about the church you want to go you want to do this you want to do that and look one day importunity will lead them and they say look it's okay go go to the church do whatever you want learn how to pray and put god in an importunity and you will receive your answers to your prayers god bless you guys let's pray father in the name of jesus we thank you for this short time in your presence father we thank you for grace and guidance father we thank you for this word that you have brought to us we thank you for this revelation it is only by your grace it is a spirit that wills and leads thank you lord for these things you've taught us father our lives are never going to be the same again because prayer is, is about to be a major part of our lives father I anoint everybody at the sound of my voice if you do not speak in tongues receive the holy spirit in jesus name the evidence, the gift, the 
Holy One, receive the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. May you receive power to speak in tongues. May you receive power to energize yourself every day. Receive it. It's like a breath. Catch it. In Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. God bless you for joining us and I know that you will be blessed. Amen. We've come to the end of our time together. Join us next time and thank you for listening. God bless you.